Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Beyond the Buy Box. Actually, is my uh, microphone working? I didn't test it. I, I assume it is. I mean, I can hear you. Uh, you I know. Well, we have been you hear me? <laughs> Yeah, uh, I can hear you. Absolutely. So uh, just let us know if you can see and hear us okay. No eyes on us yet, but it takes about 20, 30 seconds for people to start jumping on board um so fingers crossed who's going to be the first who's going to be the first to say hello uh this afternoon so you know a little bit delayed uh fingers crossed uh, i just want to check everything's working okay yeah we got some eyes here we are here we are that's good, we got that's some good. eyes coming on let us know guys um hello it's james hi james you okay um we got cindy yeah brilliant 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 james where did you disappear to i thought you were uh coming to the the training day <laughs> i know we met you obviously at the networking weekend which is what we're going to be talking about today as well um but yeah fantastic to see you definitely uh hey hey that's i reckon that's hayden sounds like a hayden thing to say it does Who knows? i don't know where he um, was to turn up <laughs> <laughs> let's i've already told him off don't worry don't worry um right where are we no i don't think he believed me that people were were asking uh, asking about him so um right i need to go on the other groups we've got some comments on there as well that i can't see look at me being all unorganized today honestly i feel like um, a weekend away doing something completely different outside of the comfort zone has uh, has thrown me out of kilter for for everything else in life. So yes. uh, yeah, it's here the, we it's are. The thing I've in the training. Sorry, we discussed it in the training on Tuesday uh, on Monday that I I like myself. We on the Sunday evening, like yourself, we plan, don't we? We plan the whole week out, and when you don't yeah. take that time to plan, and you just feel like you're always playing catch up rather than being ahead of the week. So yeah, that's definitely had a had an impact on me this week. Yeah, absolutely. So we've got uh, we've got Harris, we've got Ian, uh, James, Hayden, Cara, uh, Lindsay's joined us as well. Welcome, everyone. So yeah, Hayden said he's doing the old boring self-assessment. Boring. Uh, Cindy said, I am knackered after that weekend. Do you know what? I think we all are, uh, apart from Matt, who was like half an hour away I'm from where he was tired. saying. I'm pretty tired. I mean, we did stay up till one and do in the bar. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Well, what we wanted to do today is, um, you know, we've for anyone that doesn't, uh, you know, didn't know because you're not part of the hive. I mean, God, why aren't you? You know, after the weekend that we've just experienced um, with, you know, with the hive and the hive members, that in itself, I think anyone that attended will agree was kind of you know worth a, a good chunk of what yeah. people pay to be a part of the hive yeah. in the year anyway um so we'll come on and talk about that a little bit in a moment anyway because there's going to be a few things we want to talk about the hive today um but generally i wanted to talk about i wanted to catch up with everyone um you know i know a few people are saying uh slow sales at the moment you know maybe january uh it yeah, started off so. really well second week uh i know we're only like mid second week of jan or no third week in january yeah. um people were experiencing a little bit of a drop off you know no not really what they've been expecting essentially so uh, i wanted to talk about that as well but i wanted to talk about um i wanted to talk about 
the importance of, you know, what we've all been through as business owners this weekend, you know, having a networking weekend and how important it is uh, in yeah. terms for business, uh, business growth uh, and also personal growth um, as well. Because we covered a few different things uh, with with the weekend that we've just had. And, you know, we were absolutely blown away. We were blown away by the amount of people that came. Um, yes, I yeah. know it was a members only event anyway as well. So, you know, sort of like thinking, oh, my goodness, you know, if 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 we do one, obviously, for the general group and everything as well, I think I think we'll be inundated. Um, but it's we were blown away with the amount of people that came and we were blown away with um, the quality in terms of the uh the conversation and you know uh in the level in the way that people wanted to discuss their businesses and and everything like that so this is about us kind of reflecting on that a little bit and how and what impact the last two days uh will have on people's businesses i mean i'm shattered i'm absolutely shattered you know three days doesn't sound a lot uh but it was it was fun business the whole time so you know we weren't down yeah. the mines or or anything <laughs> like that whatsoever but it's it's quite emotionally kind of draining physically draining uh as well to 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 be networking with people but then also you know to be training because we did live training while we were there as well um so richard said how many went we had about 60 we had about 60 go yeah came from the networking event um which was phenomenal we, we'll talk a, a, a little bit about at, yeah at the moment uh we'll talk about that you know in a bit more detail and how that can help and how that will help people's businesses but i know my train was delayed last night i rolled in at one o'clock different to matt for reasons of rolling in at one one o'clock up early this morning with the kids up early the day before you know so i've had about eight hours sleep over a two-day period but i am buzzing for one of a yes. better pun oh absolutely I'm, yeah i'm absolutely buzzing like this morning uh kids have gone to school uh, i've come straight in making notes making plans um you know really looking forward to the rest of the year um looking at things that i need to immediately implement into my business and you know these weren't even conversations I was having with anyone this is just how it made um you know made me feel even though I'm you know I'm a lot paler than I look you know because I'm <laughs> definitely a bit more drained emotionally um so how how it made me feel and the impact I know of that weekend and what it is going to do for my personal business moving forward you know, so I'm just talking about it from my point of view at the moment. So, um, you know, Matt will have his own, as will everyone else. And by the way, if you attended everyone, please, um, you know, let us know in the comments, because I want people to know how valuable this weekend was, you know, not only from, um, you know, a, a business point of view as well, but value for money. You know, this is something we put on for the Hive. It was highly subsidized, yeah. subsidized for Hive members. Uh, we had uh, a very generous contribution from Al from Selleramp. So big, 
Um, you know, big shout out to him. Yeah. So the people that actually did come, um, it was a very small cost uh, in terms of having to get there. Some people stayed overnight, of course, and things like that as well. Um, but uh, most of the food was covered. Um, most people didn't really have to put their hand in their pocket at all the whole time we were there because this is what we want yeah. to build with the hive. You know, uh, the, this is what always the intention has been to ensure that these type of events are covered, you know, within the hive, uh, you know, or very highly subsidized, you know, so yeah. everybody has the benefit to be able to enjoy them. And that's why we're going to be doing two of these every year as a hive exclusive and um you know one north which we've already done and one south of the north. country so yeah. yeah different people can attend <laughs> but yeah like richard said that i mean it was a great turnout we were we were blown away to be perfectly honest we were. um we were. yeah with the amount of people that came uh so cindy said got up and started making plans organizing too uh jess said she loved it Really excited to implement it. Time blocked. Uh, we talked a lot about <laughs> organization, getting focused, uh, things like that oh, as well. Yeah. But yeah uh, Matt said we definitely blew ours uh, paid bar. Yeah. We yeah. We we, we, put, uh, we had some money behind the bar and then Al had some money and that was, uh, yeah, well, well blown through. I mean, they have, everybody got, got enough drinks uh, but until until sort of like. The, the late the later ones the ones that the dirty stop outs that were in the, the fried chicken shop until uh, one in the morning <laughs> yeah exactly there's something for everyone absolutely as well you know you could tell one you can tell the parents and the mums who were in bed at 10 o'clock you know i was like we were all excited about the fact that we didn't have to share a bed with any of our kids or have our kids <laughs> so we're like no we're going to bed <laughs> You know, that, that's the benefit that we're going to get at this point. And all the people without kids went, uh, you know, uh, had the the social uh, side of it a little bit more. Uh, Harris says, hoping to join the Hive this week and hoping to join the next one. Brilliant. Love that. Um, Aiden says, I can assure you I'll be at the South Meetup. Wow. We might not invite you, Hayden. No, I'm only joking. Yeah. I'm only joking. <laughs> um, so Joe said, again, you know, Cindy, Jess, Joe, met you guys. Uh, well, you know, uh, first time meeting Jess and Joe. Uh, you know, Cindy was there. Cindy is someone as well. Everyone was, this is what I loved about it. Everyone was so excited to meet Cindy, who is such a big part of this group in terms of what she does for Absolutely. the group and how yeah. she contributes you know, how she helps other Amazon business owners as well. So, you know, Cindy was a star attraction uh, there for, you know, getting to meet her and she brought her daughter along as well, which um, I'm so excited about because uh, Cindy's daughter is going to be moving into, um, you know, an Amazon-based business or, or working around Amazon as well. So, you know, really got to experience um you know what it's like at kind of networking events and she was brilliant i must say you know cindy was absolutely um you know cindy's daughter was absolutely brilliant you know most kids sorry kids that's so she's not a kid she's a woman um but that's you know most would be bored in that scenario but yeah really getting involved getting involved in the conversations you know listening to the training and everything it was great yeah lauren absolutely loved it so yeah it was it was fantastic so you know wide range of um you know diverse levels of business that were there 
diverse age groups, um, you know, lots of people with different types of ideas, people discussing business, which obviously is one of the massive benefits of networking. That I think that, I mean, someone, so I'm not sure who said this, but great weekend. Um, leaves you so much less, feeling so much less isolated. And I think that was one of the most important things about these events. Yeah, is that Joe, most people, by the way. Joe, yeah. Sorry, Joe, I can't see your name. Um, most people <laughs> say, you know, um, they're they're very lonely in their business. They work themselves. They maybe they have VAs, but you obviously you don't really go to the pub with your VAs. You've got nobody to bounce ideas off. And the best thing about the networking is you can talk to other sellers, bounce ideas off them, see what other people are doing. Um, someone said they likened it to the Amazon resellers Christmas party, well the, the dirty stuff outs anyway. <laughs> but it was <laughs> it was just you know such a great great event, and I think it's really really important um, for a lot of people. Um, to, to come and network and talk to, to fellow Amazon sellers. Because again, I think the thing about Amazon is a lot of people who aren't in the Amazon space have no idea about Amazon. So you could never talk to people about it you, because no one understands what FBA is or like FB what. You know, no one actually gets yeah. it, but you can, you know, you can come and you can talk to people in depth. You bounce ideas off them. You can ask myself, Nat and Johnny who were there. You know, people were saying, what do you think of this? What direction should I take? You know, and we were saying, well, oh, I think maybe this is the best approach. And, and some people had some really great business ideas and they just needed that little bit of a push. And a few people I was chatting to, they were, you know, they had some fantastic ideas. I was like, yeah, go for it. That's a great idea. Just sometimes you just need someone just to, to steer you in the right direction, just give you that push. So it was a fabulous, fabulous event. Yeah, yeah, absolutely loved it. And, and you know, we're all buzzing off of the back of it now. You know, Cindy said, got up making plans this morning. Absolutely. You know, that that feeling, not going to lie, you know, that's obviously immediate. That's the endorphins after the event and everything like that. But how do you kind of carry that forward for those that attended? But what they don't realize that probably at the moment, unless, you know, you've experienced this type of thing before, it's the friendships that you form, the relationships yeah. that you build at those events. So what it, it's always easier to talk to someone after you've met them, I think anyway, as well. So that's, you know, point one, but point two is uh, you form a little bit of uh, maybe a bond. You're, you're drawn to certain people or you end up uh, having conversations. And then what happens is, you know, the next time, you think about asking a question in a group, you've got a little bit more confidence to do it because you know that everyone that you met in the room wasn't an <clears throat> asshole, you know, and, um, yeah. you know, everyone's yeah. nice and, and and everyone is open to questions and, and, and sharing. And I think one of the main themes that I wanted to be able to get across to everybody that attended was we are all competitors, you know, as, as, joint business owners as partners with Johnny and Matt. We're all competitors with each other, but it doesn't mean that the scope of what we do allows for so much competition that there's no reason why we can't work together to help support and grow each other's businesses. And I always like to reflect on these type of things and one of the things that I wasn't expecting, um, you know, when I when I sat down and thought about it afterwards, I was not aware, I don't think, of how important these communities are for people. That really yeah, that was shone the thing through. That really shone through. Yeah. 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 I being, was being not. A part of it. Yeah. And not necessarily just. Um, 
you know, obviously we were talking about from the hive point of view because it was everyone in the hive. But withstanding that, take that away, um, you know, even even this, people were telling me how important this is every single week for them to tune in just to have that contact with people that they feel that they can ask a question, talk about Amazon, you know, that type of thing. So, um, yeah. Knowing that that you're not alone, knowing that you're not alone in a problem, I think was one of the things that really came up. People were saying that, you know, it's great because in the hive, if if I've got a question, there's probably three of the people that have been through the problem and and can solve it. Seller support mm-hmm. are, are, are useless. There is there is no seller support. Uh, they are support <laughs> yeah. by name and name only. So people can ask questions in the hive, and and then people people not just us as 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 the owners, but the community will answer the question and help aid help each other. Yeah, absolutely. Richard says definitely coming to the southern one. Uh, Phil's joined us as well. Afternoon, Phil. Uh, I can see that Pat's joined us as well. He's my uh, fellow uh, traveller. Where we travelled to the train station uh, last night, so hopefully you managed to get on the train and everything was okay. Got home safely, and hopefully everyone did uh, that attended anyway as well. But yeah, like I said, um, I hope it was only our first one. And, uh, you know, we're definitely going to be doing one probably around September uh, in the South. And I'd encourage as many people to come as possible, obviously, that are part of the hive uh, to be able to do it. Because it's it's definitely something it also pushes you outside of your comfort zone. And there's so many different benefits that people will get um, and, and did pick up. And, you know, we're obviously talking from our point of view as well. So I think what we'd do is, um, you know, we'd, we'd do an exercise where we get people to say, you know, how it's benefited them. But some of the benefits are immediate. Some of the benefits are longer term in terms of relationships that you build, uh, accountability, um, you know, not to mention the training as well. And what I love mm-hmm. about the event that we just held was, People could do what they want with it. So we had some people that came to the meetup and they stayed for a couple of hours. They just wanted yeah. to, you know, get a feel for it, see how uh, see how it all worked and, you know, introduce ourselves um, to us and, you know, meet a few key people that maybe they'd spoken to uh, in the group. And then, you know, we had people that were there for, you know, the full on uh, two day with the training and 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 everything like that as well. So um, we it was very much a test for us. Sorry, that sounds awful like guinea pigs, but it was our first event. And I think we were surprised at how well it went. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I knew it would go well. well. I knew it would go. I knew it would go well, but yeah, no, definitely. definitely I knew it would better. go well, but you know, I like not as well, to be... not as well as you thought, as we thought. Not... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I am definitely one of those people that, in everything that I do, I, I, I like to exceed people's expectations, and it certainly exceeded mine. But I yes. think that's the people. I think that's the community, um, you know, that we've created um, in terms of the people that are, I do believe birds of a feather flock together. And, you know, this is a, a the hive in particular is very much a very safe and welcoming community. And, um, you know, I know it's a paid community, but that speaks in terms for itself, in terms of, um I think having people not saying that if you're not part of the hive, you're not taking your business seriously. That's not what I mean, but it's a commitment to yourself 
to continue to learn, to continue yeah. to network, to continue yeah, to work on your personal well. growth. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> that's what that's indefinitely, uh, you know, definitely what it is as opposed to saying, well, you know, if you're not in your hive, you're not taking your business seriously. We literally have people in there don't watch the training. They're just there for the community. We have people in there yeah. that, you know, are not part of the actual community and they just, you know, watch the high, watch the lives or watch the training or, or whatever. It was it, different, different strokes for different folks indeed. Yeah. So Brianna's yeah. joined us as well. Uh, yeah, another person. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Another person that was there yesterday. It was a fantastic meetup. It was great to meet you all. So yeah, we absolutely thrived on it and we absolutely loved it. And I'm going to sleep well tonight. I tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely going to sleep well tonight. So yeah, we'll keep every. Yeah, Jeff was there as well. Oh, I'm loving this. All of all of the comments are coming in. Uh, everyone's really enjoying it. So yeah, and like I said, it's something we're going to continue to make uh, uh, as accessible. Um, what would you? What was the main thing you got out of it, Matt? What was the thing that, as a business owner, not necessarily an owner of this business, what do okay. you think was the best thing? you got out of it just bouncing ideas of people discussing things putting things into different perspectives um i think it was really really powerful um i had some really great conversations with some people really in-depth conversations about their businesses about where they were going some people are, are doing having massive massive success in in areas um and as, like you said there's always something to learn people were telling me things so like i had some, some really good mm. information delivered to me people saying oh did you know this i had a conversation with so and so this is coming so it's it's a two-way thing you know it's fantastic to, to to pick up tips and tricks um learn about different marketplaces and because obviously people the beauty of this business is it's massive and people do we all do the same thing but we all do it in completely different ways you know and that's mm. what's so great about it there's always something to learn there's always something new um yeah so I, I was i really enjoyed it and then just i enjoyed talking about amazon anyway i was, I was doing it for a living now so but I, it was great to talk about amazon for a two days solid and i think what was great is we could all talk freely um yeah. we could all talk freely um and feel like we weren't boring each other how many times have you been in a situation with your friends and well i don't do it anymore because my my friends get bored um when when i talk about business um not because uh, uh not because they're not business people or anything like that whatsoever but obviously amazon's very niche um and they don't want to know about like you say fba or um you know whatever uh, how to bundle a product or something like that it's boring when you don't know um yeah. so um it was nice not to feel like you have to not be your authentic self in terms of talking about your passion, which for a lot of us is business um, and, and, and talking about that. Um, so it's a lot of what ticks our boxes mentally from that point of view. But I think also um, for me, uh, yeah, what I loved actually, one of the things not I took away because i you know, it, it was part of the training day as well. No matter how experienced you are in business, there's always something new to learn. So like Johnny very casually mm -hmm. dropped a, a wholesale keeper tip 
that I'd never thought of before or I'd never looked at before, you know, um, and how you could use that to be able to uh, attract uh, wholesale clientele, you know, wholesale suppliers. And, um, you know, it was just very like a mic drop, very kind of casually dropped in there. And that is something that one tip could be enough to secure um a supplier that you would not have been able to get under normal yes. circumstances i yes, don't think people absolutely. realized how powerful something like that potentially is and it was just like yeah, yeah casually dropped in there kind of you know on on johnny's wholesale sh uh, session and you know so not only was it a fantastic meet up from a social point of view but also um from a uh, from a learning perspective as well. And like I said, people had that opportunity to stay for the learning. They had the opportunity just to be there and socialize. A few people just to have, you know, have some uh, drinks. Like you said, it's almost like a bit of a Christmas party for the people who, you know, don't who work for don't themselves. The yeah, who work for themselves. Because there's a lot of people, a lot of people in this business work for themselves. They, they may they may have staff in sort of VA form, maybe part-time, but, you know, not many people have, a, you know, a team of staff and, and, and a business. And that's one of the things I don't think you appreciate. When you work in a big business, there's lots of people and you make friends and you become friends with them and you go out with them. But when you work for yourself, you don't have that network and you don't have those friends. And and this community is your, your effectively your work colleagues in a way. And, and you can you can go out, you can bounce ideas off them and you can have a great time with them. And not bore them to death about talking what what you love because everyone loves it as well. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, Pat said, "Lovely to see all the listeners on the call that I now know as friends." Yeah, yeah. There are people I know that I met yesterday are going to be friends for life. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, yeah, so, and again, that's something I'm very grateful for for this business. I have met people that I would never have ordinarily met never in a million years um, but again it's a classic example of birds of a feather flock together there were people that met yesterday that had met previously that didn't know were coming each other were coming but yeah. had met in different <clears throat> circumstances that happened twice yesterday yeah yeah, I'll just testament to how powerful this is. I won't say who they are because I don't I don't want to divulge any information that shouldn't be shared. But um, when we went to the Nottingham meetup, there was two two people there who who knew knew of each other um through the community and they've actually gone into business together since that networking meetup and they're having great success yeah. in a business together. So I won't name them because I don't know if they want this shared, but you know, that's just the power of these networking abilities. People, some people can come together and start start a business together. Yeah, absolutely. Grow together. That's that's the way to do it. That's what networking is. That's why it's so important. So, you know, that's why we're all kind of buzzing about it. And, uh, you know, we'll be banging on about it for the next couple of days. Then we'll shut up and then we'll we'll ramp up <laughs> we'll again. Before we're, yeah, before before we do the next one. But I just want to take the opportunity to thank Matt. Uh, for you know taking on the majority of the organizing it was you know phenomenal uh, I know it was in your hometown your home city but I'm still going to need you to do the one in the south as well I don't think okay. <laughs> I'm not good at organizing <laughs> <laughs> I'm not good at doing that so I need to do that uh, obviously Johnny Matt uh, and everybody that came along because it really was a truly 
uh, fantastic event. And, you know, like I said, um, well worth well worth the effort for coming. So thanks to everyone that came and, and made it what it was. Um, right. Uh, let's move on uh, from networking. We've talked about the benefits of that, you know, that's had for the business. I wanted to talk about, you know, the start of the first quarter, because obviously last week's Beyond the Buy Box, normally we talk about things like, you know, setting your goals for the year, thinking about what you yeah. want to achieve. And it was a very different start to the year for a lot of people because we had Harvey mm. on uh, from Smartly last week, uh, you know, because there was people's year started off with a little bit of an unexpected, you know, bump for a lot of people, which I'm, I'm, I'm glad to say a lot of us, uh, well, not a lot of us, I wasn't infected, but a lot of people that were impacted by that seem to have moved on now. Yes, Sorry, not managed to get it resolved, on. which is good. Managed to get it resolved, and and hopefully it's the the beginning of the end. Uh, you know, for a lot of people in 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 that situation. So fingers crossed that's the case. But like I said, normally it feels like we um we start off the year talking about what we want to achieve, forward planning, you know, that type of thing. Um, so that kind of has been swept out of the way. We talked about that a lot yesterday um, at the um, at the event. Uh, but for the majority and the benefit of every, uh, you know, everyone else, I want to touch on that a little bit today. But before we do that, I wanted to see how people were feeling. How do you guys feel about this year? Do you feel optimistic, you know, what are you, are you worried? Um, you know, do you think it's going to be challenging? You know, of those challenges, why do you think it's going to be challenging? Let us know in the comments because um, we had an overwhelming, um, like I said, amount of people that came yesterday and it was overwhelmingly positive. Um, so I want to see, but what I don't want to do is take that as a given for that's how everybody's feeling because people in, you know, that didn't come may not be feeling. And that's maybe why they didn't come because they're not feeling, yeah. you know, that kind of positive. For two days if it's not, not a good subject, yeah? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So I, I really want to get, you know, people's feels on how you're feeling around the business. From most part, we can determine from our own businesses um, and also from the people that we work with in the Hive and you guys here and beyond the buy box as well. Um, you know, it's almost like a sampling audience of, of, of <laughs> the, uh, the business, yeah, the mood, uh, essentially. And I think everyone was really pleased with the way that the year started and, and it's maybe dropped off a little bit. But I want to manage people's expectations as to, you know, why that might be happening, you know, for for this start of the year. So, yeah, just let us know. And I know there's plenty of you watching. So if you let us know how you're kind of feeling at the moment, because we're all buzzing. Uh, <laughs> I think that's is that. Yeah, that's Hayden feeling positive for this year, just not the rest of this month. Yeah, I think we yeah. always knew that January was going to be a bit iffy in terms of started off the right way. But, you know, second week, kids go back to school, credit card bills maybe dropping on the doormat in terms of, <laughs> oh, wow, did I really spend that much over Christmas? You know, I do feel there's an element of people, um, you know, maybe an e-com that want tight to tighten their belt. But there was certainly no evidence of that in Manchester. It was packed. It was packed. Absolutely packed. 
We went we went yeah, home on I'll... Saturday as well. We were there the day before to set everything up. And it was it yeah. was you couldn't move down the street, it was that busy, could you? The fighting it to was... get past people. Yeah, I'm glad you said that. Not we were fighting people. We fighting uh, people. Yeah, no, <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't that sort of meetup. It wasn't like Fight Club. I promise. Um, <laughs> but we we literally it was so busy. It took me by surprise how busy it was, and we were very much commenting about the fact. That, hang on, I thought no one had any money. I thought no one had this or no one had that. Certainly wasn't we, the case. We, in Manchester. Yeah, we, we, we. I tried to. We tried to. We tried to. We went out for a meal before before the event. That's the day before, and I tried to book like ten places, and they were all fully booked on on the on a Saturday mm -hmm. in the middle of Jan. I just thought I will have loads of availability. It was mental. Didn't get in anywhere. No. Could we? No. Didn't get a table. So yeah, it it was crazy. So, but I do think January was. I think who had you had a record January last year. We had a record January last year. I don't think we're going to see the same uh, this year. I think it's going to be a little bit more conservative. So what mm -hmm. I would say in terms of tips for people is to make sure you are concentrating on what is selling and why it's selling at the moment and understand why it's selling. So one of the things I'm known for doing in the hive is being very moody with people for going out of stock. So I'm not, but I'm also not talking about creating your own opportunities here. I'm also talking about your general replenishing uh, items or general replenishment of items as well. The amount of times I can highlight in people's businesses the amount of sales that they're missing out on because they are not managing their replenishables effectively. And in tough times, replenishables are definitely one of the key areas of business that people want to focus on, um, you know, want to be able to. Um, you know, have as part of that solid level of their business, you know, when people are not really thinking about, um, you know, splashing out on extravagant things, essentially. Yeah, exactly that. I mean, one of the interesting things, though, um, one of the advantages of, of selling in multiple markets, because I know you sell in the USA and I sell in Europe, is that there's different economic factors. And we're actually finding that Europe is outperforming the UK at the moment for us. Germany is outperforming mm. the UK massively. So, um, you know, a good advantage of leveraging other marketplaces is in times like this where, you know, there's a bit of a subdued mood in the UK. It doesn't mean that that's necessarily carried across the whole world. And maybe the US is doing better and it can it can help balance out those um, rises and falls in demand if you sell in multiple marketplaces. Because I say with Europe for us is doing exceptionally well at the moment. Fingers crossed it continues. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I've spoken to someone this morning about their USA business as well. Exactly the same. We're obviously in a position where we are slowly rebuilding our um, USA business after being trashed out by a section three in Q4. Um, so it takes time to, you know, get infrastructure back in. Infrastructure? Yeah. Infrastructure. My words are all over the place when we have stock. Yeah, so rebuilding um, at the moment. So it it takes time for, for that type of thing to, to, to be put into place. But overwhelmingly, I think you're right, geographically in different locations, just because it might be a little bit slow here doesn't mean it is somewhere else. That's why it is good to diversify 
into different marketplaces, but only when your business is obviously ready. You know, I will say get your ducks in a row and maximize what you're doing um, already in your business. But yeah, that's my top tip for anyone looking at this year. I think we get in that new year, new me and tend to forget all the hard work we've done the year before. So, you know, go back, look over your deals this time last year. What were you selling? What was selling well? Um, you know, are you missing out on replenishable opportunities? Are you missing out on, um, you know, being out of stock two weeks for every single month that you reorder a product? Well, if you are, that's an automatic way to double your sales instantly, um, you yeah. know, to be able to, um, you know, dominate the buy box a little bit more because, uh, mm. interestingly, something that came up a lot over the weekend was discussion about buy box and, and, you know, how do you get it? And, you know, especially for resellers and, um, we all know that reselling, um, there is no, you know, kind of magic bullet essentially um and you're not in control of your own listings of course but don't underestimate the power of history of sale um in terms of percentage of buy box share buy box doesn't rotate we know that it's a myth um you know or an urban legend essentially uh but when it comes to coming on to a listing i think a lot of people do underestimate in both ways so if you are new coming onto the listing, thinking that automatically just because you can match the the lowest price seller that you're going to get, you know, half the sales, that's absolutely not the case. Why you need to think about it in a way that um, from that point of view, why would Amazon give you the sales when someone else has been selling on it and selling on it very well for the last year? Mm -hmm. so Amazon does not like does not like out of stocks or. Amazon likes consistent supply. It doesn't like overstock. It doesn't like understock. And and as we've seen with the fee changes in the USA and Europe, Amazon is now penalizing sellers who are over or understocked. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, think about it from that point of view when you are joining listings. So there is no point going onto a listing where two or three sellers have been dominating the buy box for, um, you know, 12 months historically, consistently in stock and thinking that you're going to walk in and, you know, get 200 units and immediately take over the buy box. It's just not going to happen in that respect. So, you know, one of the things that you're able to do to compete for the buy box is, you know, slowly, slowly, uh, catchy monkey, make sure that you're getting in, getting in, getting in, uh, you know, increasing your stock, replenishing, staying consistently in stock. If you're there to pick up the stock, if someone else goes out of stock, that's going to work in your favor. So, you know, think about it from that point of view, have those realistic expectations. And it works both ways as well. If you have previously sold successfully uh, on an ASIN, then there is a good chance that you are going to get a higher percentage of the buy box than someone else. Um, if you can find those listings where what I like to call them, you know, the sort of like the popular unpopular listings where they might go through a couple of peaks in the year where they maybe get deal shared on a deal sheet um or something like that and they die they literally die um and then all of a sudden um everybody forgets about them because yeah. 
you have this sort of trauma associated with, well, I lost money on that. I'm going to stay away from it. But we seem to think from our point of view, from a reseller, if we're not selling it, it's not selling. But that's not the case. It continues to sell when we're not selling on it. And there's a good chance it's selling at a price that is profitable. Yes. So you can't forget those hidden uh, hidden listings or unpopular listings, popular, unpopular listings, because, um, yeah, so the more you can establish buy box percentage on those, the more sales that you're going to get from a reseller point of view, definitely. So replens, 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 I think has to be a really good focus for a lot of sellers this year. If you're in this for the long game, you need to develop a strong replen game in your business. Yeah, I think one of the things that um, overriding thing that came out of the weekend as well is that people um, think to grow, they have to do other things. Okay, a lot of people were coming up with different business models, different sourcing things. And then I was like, I I was trying to say to people like, look at what you do well, and just do more of it. You know, and and it was a bit of a light bulb moment for some people. I was thinking like, you could be more successful just doing more of what you do well, and less of things that you you know other things because other things can be distractions and and i think the way to grow this year is to be super focused on on a niche on a particular model do what you do well and do as much of what you do well as much as you can yeah absolutely um russell bronson talks about that founder of click funnels and that was a real light bulb moment for me and i've i've i can't remember the amount of times that I've told this to people in terms of that exact philosophy um when I read him talking about that they always say when you read something when uh you watch something there's always one key thing that stands I don't remember what he said in the rest of the book or I don't even know if I finished the book to be perfectly honest but when I found that 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 exact principle for one of you know you know worded slightly differently or whatever it you know I was looking at ways that I could increase my own business and um he was like why are you trying to do this why are you trying to learn something else why are you do and his simplest um advice actually was put your prices up that you know you want to increase your business first thing you should do is put your prices up that's what you need to do. Um, and that will increase business in itself, which is such a simple thing to think about. Right. Um, but then he went on to go and say, then once you put your prices up, then just do more of what you're already doing. You know, don't try and take don't try and make a, a complicated Queen's Gambit chess move, you know, four different places, um, you know, and try and checkmate in, in an area that you don't know anything about whatsoever, you know, kind of take that strategic step sideways and then move forward strategic step sideways and then move forward so it really is a case of and I think I said this about 40 times over the weekend something very similar it's a case of identifying what you do really well in your business and doing more of it I couldn't I couldn't agree more um and and also as well one of the things that people sometimes mistakes people make is that doing making more money like you said about putting your prices up now people are probably going to say oh well um i can't put my prices up because of my competition okay what you can do is you can make more money per order you know you can make you can sell higher value products 
you can use bundle opportunities, your own opportunities to create more margin in what you sell. Therefore, you make more money for the same amount of time. You know, look at it that way. Do what you do well, but then also try and increase the the, the average sell price to make more profit by using higher value goods or by using bundles with, with margin mixing and different different strategies to make as much profit as you can out of each order. And therefore you build, you grow your business simply by just changing that little mentality or could even double your profitability because you're just thinking about actually, it takes me five hours to pack a thousand units, let's say, but, and I make, let's say I make a pound a unit, I make 5,000 pounds. But if I could sell, you know, the same amount of units and make 2,000, make, you know, make 10,000 pounds by doubling my profit by selling high value goods, same amount of time, double the profit. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And it's businesses and systems and processes that you put into place. Again, you know, John Mike drop keeper moment, uh, which I thought was groundbreaking. But one of the things, Matt, you spoke about, uh, which is something I don't really do in my business, considering how many people are involved in our business is, you know, setting those KPIs and, and tracking them. You know, everybody sets targets, everybody sets goals, everyone has milestones, you know, that they want to hit within their business. But, you know, in in one area of our business and one area of the business that we're looking to expand, that is something that would be massively valuable uh, to implement into there because it's very much a case of uh, it's a results driven business. So as a results driven business, you should be tracking the growth and 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 hitting um, you know, uh, in, ensure that you're hitting those milestones because otherwise there's no point. Um, the, the business won't grow. So having an element of that as well as, you know, little tweaks within your business, sometimes people literally think it's, okay, I just got to get more sales, got to buy more, got to sell more, got to do this. Actually, sometimes it's not about that. Sometimes it's about a uh, a tweak that you can make in your business from a or let's not forget reductions as well, streamlining, you know, that sort of thing. Johnny spoke about that as well, saying how most big businesses moving forward are not really going to focus on growth of their business um, through turnover. It's going to be growth on the bottom line. They're going to be, you know, streamlining their business. They're going to be looking, are they, uh, you know, profitability um, at that bottom line, how profitable is their business. They don't necessarily want any more of the market share. Um, They want to maintain what they've got, but at the same time, increase and work on their profitability in the business. And I do think that's the next couple of, what the next couple of years is going to be about for a lot of people, Um, even, you know, at our level, essentially, because you've got to remember, everything translates, um, you know, whatever size your business is. This is very much exactly what we're going through at the moment. We're going through um, uh, revaluation of the business in terms of profitability. Like money was cheap, you know, um, staff were easy to come by. Opportunities were good a few years ago. We grew, we grew, we grew, we grew. Now in line with the market, this is a lot what a lot of companies are doing. So Amazon is doing, what's what Facebook, Microsoft. They've grown, they've grown, they've grown. And now they're looking to sort of make make the profit out of that. And that's very much what we are doing as a business. We're trying to, we've not got massive growth plans. We're looking at what we do really well. We're going to do more of it and cut out the things that are either not making us a lot of money. Because if something makes you a bit of money, this is where I think people go wrong. And I think people often struggle with the concept. 
if something's making you a bit of money, you often keep it going because it's making you money. But what it could be doing is it could be losing you money because it's taking time away from what what is your core business that can make you even more money. You know, you're doing something that makes you like a little bit, say you make 10% margin on, on I don't know, let's say you're doing OA, okay? You do make a 10% margin on OA, but your bundles are making 50% margin, okay? So yeah. what you're doing by keeping the OA in your business is actually losing yourself money that you could be focusing on the bundles. So there's lots of things that, that tweaks. Sometimes going backwards will make you go forwards. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Andre's joined us as well. Andre did say, he said something that made me laugh yesterday. He said, I always seem to find the lives, Hive Live, beyond the buy box a couple of minutes before the end. And then just as I'm logging on, you guys are saying bye. And I think it's going to be the case again today, Andre. Sorry, we're only going to be on for a few more minutes. Um, but yeah, uh, Andre joined yesterday. We were talking, obviously, about uh, the networking day. So hopefully you enjoyed it as well. Um, Hayden saying, I often find myself wondering if I should venture into a new niche and sell on it, uh, to, to sell on, but I'm good at my niche. So I decided to stick with it and do of what I know works. Yeah, absolutely. You know, do more of it and, you yeah. know, ensure that you've maximized that. I think the biggest person, the one of the, the first people to highlight that to me, apart from, um, Russell Bronson was actually working with Luke Dugan. Um, he that was a very much what he used to do in his business um, on a biannual basis. So he would spend a year focusing on growth in his business, but then would spend the next year on getting it right, you know, tightening up, streamlining, increasing the profitability. You know, one year grow at all costs you know, regardless of, you know, e even if he was in a loss-making scenario, grow, 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 grow. And then, um, you know, once he had achieved that level of growth, then go back and start streamlining it. And, you know, that has enabled him to be able to have um, a, um, you know, grow his business over the last 12 months, which he's 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 done massively. So using that exact strategy as well, even in what would be considered a slightly depressed. I don't think we can call it a depressed market. It's still a buoyant market, you know, for selling on Amazon. But a market a flat, that's a flat, a flat market. it's a flat market. It's just not. Yeah. 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 I COVID think for this year. Yeah, I think for this year as well, this is probably most people I'm speaking to are down on Q4s from last year. But again, to be expected, um, you know, in the situation, and I don't want anyone to feel disheartened, demotivated or disappointed uh, by that as well. It was what was to be expected this year. Um, so this is, you know, we spoke about this this time last year as well. I think if 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 people come out of this year with very similar terms of turnover um, and, you know, really work on their bottom lines. I think that is definitely something. And you do that by adding bundles into your business, by diversifying, by doing all the extras that not everyone is prepared to do. That's how you do it. It's as simple as that. Everything we teach in the hive, guys. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm sorry, again, I'm not sure who this is, but this is a great comment. The strategy okay. meeting was... Andre, yeah, as an eye-opening regard, what our business is good at, what we should be doing going forwards. Yeah, that's what I said on the day, was that people get into the grind. They just grind and grind and grind. 
They don't know where they're going and they don't know why they're going there. You know, what is the ultimate goal? What do you want out of this business? Um, and some people are actually advised to, to take it back. I said, you know, what you're doing is not necessarily what you want. You know, you want you yeah. want a business that works for you, not you working for the business. And I think one of the best things we did on the strategy part was we stopped and said, look, what you're good at, what you're not good at. Let's analyze it. Let's break down where we're going to go with it and then go ahead with that and set set goals, targets and KPIs based on that rather than just doing the doing for doing's sake. Sorry to interrupt this amazing episode of Beyond the Buy Box, but there's just something I need to tell you about. I'm Matthew, one of the founders of Beyond the Buy Box. And have you heard of The Hive? Are you tired of navigating the challenges of online selling alone? It's time to join a community that understands your journey and has the expertise to help you thrive. Well, welcome to The Hive. Inside The Hive, we're not just a community. We're a mastermind set of individuals committed to your success. Education is at the core of The Hive. With a steady flow of content and weekly interactive live sessions, you'll not only learn about advanced selling strategies, but also discover how effectively to sell across a diverse range of platforms and in various global markets. Network with fellow business owners, share experiences, and keep yourself accountable. Your success is influenced by who you choose to spend your time with. Access invaluable resources from exclusive pre-recorded content to a constantly expanding collection of templates, guidelines, standing operating procedures, and so much more. It's always up to date so you can be confident to stay steps ahead of the competition with the Hive community. Join the Hive today and experience the transformative support you need in the challenging journey of e-commerce. Visit the link below to become a member of the Hive and unlock the door to your e-commerce success. Don't miss out on the Hive advantage. Join the Hive community where success is a collective journey. Big shout out to, I see Paul has joined us as well. Paul Cousin from Prepared uh, for You Prep Centre. So if anyone's uh, thinking about uh, joining a prep centre as part of their you know, expansion plans this year, make sure you hit Paul up because uh, he runs a fantastic uh, prep centre that has, um, you know, really great opportunity for supporting growth uh, in diversification, you know, bundles, etc. cetera, uh, that type of thing as well. So uh, hopefully Paul's still listening and he heard his shout out. So uh, he was at the meeting. He was there on Sunday. So people had the opportunity uh, again, some people that have maybe been using Paul for years or, um, you know, or thinking about using Paul or something like that, H him and, and, and Eddie were there to be able to talk through some of those things within, uh, you know, the, the prep side of the business. So really grateful for, for those guys from prepare for you coming as well. Uh, fantastic. And especially, oh, and congratulations to Paul and Lisa as well, who've, uh, literally uh, a few days before welcomed a new addition to their family as well, baby Connie. So um, big congratulations to you guys on that as well. And well done, Paul, for coming uh, just a couple of days afterwards. Uh, don't know if I would have uh, let Matt get away with that one. <laughs> but yeah, Matt, actually, do you know, it was probably, probably a relief. Um, so uh, just going back to what Ian said, uh, how many days, great question, how many days inventory would you say is optimum at the moment? 60 maximum. Yeah, I was going to say 30. 30 to 60. Yeah, 30-ish. Yeah, 30. 30 it depends well, 30 on your replant time. Yeah, 30 to 60. Uh, it depends on your replant time. If you've got a long lead time, maybe go towards 60, but 
30, 30, anywhere between 30 and 60 is optimum. Um, I would Amazon, say that Amazon, Amazon stuff back if, they, if you're overstocked now. Yeah, Amazon do not want to be holding any excess stock. They're making that absolutely clear in all of their fees, all of their updates and everything that they're working towards. So, um, yes, 30 to 60 days is, is definitely, like Matt said, if it's a longer. But at the same time, you don't want to go above 60 days, even if you have got a long lead time. It's not Amazon's problem at the end of the day. So you're going to need to try and work out a way to be able to um, keep Amazon happy as well as keeping in stock at the same time. And that is things like ensuring that your, your lead times are up to date, that you're communicating with your suppliers, you have good relationship um with your um with your prep centers you know how long it takes for your goods to be prepped and sent in you're doing analysis you're keeping kpis you know key performance indicators in your business that will help you to allow to manage your inventory um and your stock levels uh more you know more successfully yeah very similar comment as well all right, you do it. <laughs> there we go. Uh, That's Sylvia. Hi, Sylvia. Hope yeah. you're well. Uh, I find it takes forever for Amazon to have inventory checked in lately. Uh, it used to be a lot faster. Yes, Amazon are changing the way that they do do inventory. Um, it's not officially been announced or anything, but very a long time ago, Amazon used to split shipment. So you, it, what it used to say was send ten to here, ten to here. So to let's say a good example, ten to go to Edinburgh. 10 I go to Manchester, 10 I go to London, 10 I go to somewhere in the Southwest. So that way you have national coverage. But then obviously all the sellers complained. It was impacting margins. So obviously now everything goes, most stuff goes to BHX4, which is Coventry. And then it gets split out and sent by Amazon to Edinburgh, then Manchester, then the Southeast, Southwest. What's happening now is that Amazon are going to start offering, um, if you split your stock, it will get checked in faster because you can ship it direct to the end fulfillment center. So what people don't realize is when you send it to, to Coventry, most people send to Coventry, that is only a receiving center. And all they do is they take stuff, they split it, and then they send it to other performance centers. And that is what's taking a lot of time at the moment. So Amazon is going to be looking uh, longer term to be moving more back to a sending direct to individual fulfillment centers, which should oh, totally. reduce these times. But it will be a pain for logistics because then you'll have more boxes. So it's pros and cons there. I prefer split shipments, faster, you know, faster check-ins. Yeah. Personally, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It depends. That, that may be an unpopular, <laughs> might be unpopular opinion, but there we are. That's yeah. what I prefer. Um, Aram said, a uh, question on being, uh, we'll, we'll take this as the last question then we're, uh, uh, we call it a day for today, guys. Uh, RM said, question on being overstocked from the buy box being suppressed. I'm guessing we still get penalised for that. Yes. So um, the only way that you're going to get yourself out of that uh, situation is to be able to find the sweet spot in where the buy box is being returned, uh, you know, to, well, the buy box being returned um, yeah. and unsuppressed. So... Um, what we tend to do is find the sweet spot by moving the price down. Uh, and then once we've hit that sweet spot, trying in very, very small multiples of moving it back up again. 
um, you know, just to see if we can push it a little bit more. Um, but you just got to think if you've got a buy box suppression uh, situation, it might be better to, you know, get it down, sell out of the stock, move on and, and you know, look for other opportunities. Yeah, absolutely. I think we said 50p increments is usually the, usually the best way. So like you said, bring it down to what it's usually the featured offer price is probably where, you, where you're struggling because Amazon takes external competitor prices and previous data of the buy box to analyze what it thinks is a fair price, what it thinks is a fair price. doesn't factor in availability, but there we go. The only way to get the buy box is to bring it down to that price and gradually increase the, the price by 50p every day or every every couple of days so that that then becomes the average price and therefore Amazon allows the buy box. So unfortunately, mm -hmm. that's one of the few ways, the only only real way to get the buy box unsuppressed. Um, unless there's something else causing buy box suppression from a listing point of view. Um, but that's usually it's the featured offer price that's causing the buy box suppression. Yeah, absolutely. Let us know if that's not the case. Uh, I'm sure it is. Hopefully that's helpful. Um, wow. Doesn't time fly when you're having fun? It certainly did over the last three days anyway as well. And it has yeah. done so uh, again today. So, um, oh, just got someone that said hi. Sorry, it's going to be a bye. I'm afraid bye -bye. Uh, we are just signing off. Hi, bye. Oh, it's Paulina. Sorry, Paulina. We're just uh, we're heading off now. So you have to catch us uh, on the replay. But yes, for anyone that does want to join the hive, for anyone that's not involved, um, we'll get the link dropped into these comments so you can have to go. We are going to be changing things in the hive over the next couple of weeks. So, you know, mm -hmm. just take my word for it. Join now. You're going to want to join now uh, between now and the next couple of weeks because um, things certainly are going to be changing. But yes, uh, fantastic weekend. Once again, thanks to everyone involved. Thanks for everyone coming. We really, really appreciate it. it, it yeah, it's just been phenomenal. So um, I've meeting was lit. Absolutely. There we go. I think we're going to put that on our testimonials page. <laughs> Definitely was for sure. So um, we will see you guys uh, next week. I think it's myself and a guest next week. So um, maybe talking about some of the stuff over Q4 and, you know, reflecting on that a little bit as well. Um, and, you know, just how we can utilize the information from uh, that we've gathered over Q4 to be able to help build uh, and, and uh, you know, build revenues and everything for uh, 2024 onwards so yeah thanks guys see you soon have a good week everyone take care thanks a lot bye, bye.